Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of One Dog, Two Grumps. Uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight. We've uh, digested a lot of pop culture mm-hmm. over the last few days, over the last week. Um, a bunch of, I don't know if there's a lot of other stuff, but um, let's just kind of run down the list chronologically. Okay. As when we experienced it. Okay. Which I know you want to say you want to get your Killing Eve takes out now, but we, we should we'll save it till the end. Um, okay. We uh, we went and saw Long Shot with uh, your future boyfriend. Future uh, boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Current current boo. Uh, Seth Rogen. He just doesn't you, know. You have a really big crush on Seth Rogen. Listen, I'm going to say this now. Everyone online is like, oh, Seth Rogen's hot now. I thought Seth Rogen was hot when he was still fat, so no one else gets to want to fuck Seth Rogen except for me. <laughs> you really did. You you told me you thought he was hot like a long time ago when we like started dating. Like when we dating. first started dating. And I was like, oh, that's why she's attracted to me. That makes a lot of sense. Just chubby, hairy guys. <laughs> that's my thing. Yeah. But anyway... um, Longshot was surprisingly, like, really good. It's really cute. It's adorable. And it's, it's funny. Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron have, like, surprisingly awesome chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's because they have great chemistry or if because Charlize Theron is such a good actor and Seth Rogen's not a bad actor. So she's like, I can compensate. They just, they just fake it. But it seemed like they were good together. Um yeah, it's really cute. It's funny. Um, it's not going to, like, subvert your expectations or anything Mm-mm. and get all weird on you. It it goes kind of exactly how you think it's going to go. It's a good, like... It's a really good date movie. It's a great date movie. If you're, if you're wanting to see, like, a rom-com, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, it's... Yeah, they don't make a lot of romantic comedies kind of like that anymore. No. Do you want to know um, something terrifying, or not terrifying, but really sad about Charlize Theron? Uh-oh. So, when she was a kid, her dad was, like, a terrible alcoholic mm-hmm. and would, like, beat her and her mom all the time. And one time, their dad came home, like, drunk and tried to beat the mom, and the mom shot him to death. And she got she got off. She didn't get any prison time or anything. That's not sad. I mean, like, I mean, it's sad that he it was is, a piece but, of shit, yeah. but, like, yeah, she, her dad is dead. Like, very dead for weird circumstances. And I think that, like, Charlize was in the house when this happened. Shit. She was, like, 16 years old. That's at least old enough to, like, understand what was going on. Yeah. And it's to be like, like, oh, like this five. makes sense. It's not like she was, like, five. Yeah. Yeah. And, but And you still, like think that your dad is great like at 16 you realize like oh this guy sucks he sucks ass what that's putting it lightly yeah um what what is she gonna do next like do we know what her next movie is i have no idea seth rogan oh what that's not true she is um one of her next movies Uh uh-huh uh there's a a comic i read a couple years ago Mm mm-hmm Hell, I, I might have even still been in college. Oh, wow. Which now is three years ago since I graduated. Oh, man. Which is weird. That is um, weird. Right? Yeah, I graduated yeah. in 16. Yeah. Um, 
It's called The Old Guard. Mm-hmm. Um, they are adapting it. I think Netflix is adapting it, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a five-issue comic, and I don't know if they're going to make any more. I hope they do, because mm-hmm. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's going to be in that. Yeah. Um, Netflix is adapting it. I, I think it's going to be a movie. Might be a little miniseries. Um, mm-hmm. It's about these like merc- this group of mercenaries that are immortal. Okay. And, but the 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 catch is like, they do die. They just don't know when. Like it could just happen randomly. Oh, weird. Like you could just get shot one time because mm-hmm. like the main character is told through her point of view. And she's like, is this, is this it? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be the time when it finally happens? Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really good. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I feel like she could do anything and like kill. You know, yeah. I've never seen monster. I haven't either. I don't know we if I should. want to. We, I think we should. Cause mm-hmm. she did win an Academy Award. That's true. But. She did. I feel like it's going to fuck me up. Yeah. It looks pretty fucked up and dark. Um, yeah, she's like fucking unrecognizable. Yeah. 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 That's like I talked about. Always very attractive actresses that are like, I'm going to be ugly in this one. I think it's because they're like, you know what? I want to fucking break. I want to break I, from the expectations yeah. of being hot. I know I'm hot but... and I'm tired. Let me just be ugly like the rest of you for just a minute and I'll be fine. Um, yeah. Seth Rogen, I don't know like what film stuff he's doing next but he's starting his own cannabis company yeah i know what he's making next he is doing all this information what is he doing well we were just talking about this a couple weeks ago he's uh playing walter cronkite oh wait yeah i forgot they're doing a movie about uh like i think it's about the breaking news of jfk's assassination Mm -hmm. it's about like the actual news studio and like what the fuck went on there Mm -hmm. which is an interesting story on its own yeah um but he's playing walter cronkite Hmm. which is well when you first hear that you're like what but then you look at them and you're like oh i don't even know if they look that similar but i'm just interested to see it to see him do something really serious yeah 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 i don't know they both they're both doing really well and like i said all you hoes have been sleeping on set. <laughs> I've known since the beginning, so you don't get to fuck him. Or you don't get to want to fuck him. He also seems like a really cool, nice guy. Yeah, and his cute little laugh. And he, like, does a lot of work for uh, Alzheimer's research. He does. He's raised, like, millions of dollars with his wife. Yeah. Uh, I think her mother... Her mother has severe early yeah, onset yeah. Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. But it's called, like, Hilarity for Charity... Yeah, they did it. They didn't. Didn't they do one of those on Netflix? Netflix special. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Seth Rogen, good guy. Um, Hot guy. Long shot. Pretty good. If, Pretty good. If you, if you have to go see a romantic comedy, I would recommend it. Even if you're like, I want to get out of the house and I want to go see a movie, like just go see it. And it's you're fun. not. And it's good if you're like, you know what? I don't want to feel like crushing sadness the way a lot of movies can make me feel now. Yeah. Like, I need something that's not going to make me feel like shit. It's it's great. It's really funny. I, I, I liked it a lot more than I thought it would. I'm excited to see the new Randall Park and Ali Wong mm-hmm. romantic comedy that's coming on Netflix. Always be my maybe. We'll watch that this weekend. Yeah. She's so funny. She is funny. She's, like, super, super funny. And they've worked together before because she was a writer for Fresh Off the Boat for a while. And then Randall oh, yeah, Park right. was the dad. Yeah, that's right. But... 
excited for that. You just want to make sure. What else have... I know we said we're going to change it up a little bit this week. Talk a little bit about music. Well, let's let's keep going. We uh we went to the Queen and saw the Big Lebowski. I forgot. Okay, yeah. So I've never seen the Big Lebowski, and it was awesome. I I was genuinely like I don't know how she's gonna take this, especially your. That's a movie where, it gets better every time you watch it. I think it gets funnier. Yeah. Um. I loved it. I feel like it's... if I was like half drunk, it would have been like even better. Yeah. The dialogue is amazing. John Goodman should have gotten an Oscar. John Goodman. He makes that movie. In that movie. He's so funny. Yeah. Whatever. He's the like, fucking worst too. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so much in it. There's a lot of like when they were talking about uh when he's like, Oh, so they're Nazis and then he's like, No, they're Germans. He's like, We're splitting hairs here. <laughs> Okay. I know, I've never noticed that before. I don't know why. So, so, like, when that scene came up, like, no one was really laughing. <laughs> but I was laughing so hard. And the Queen is, like, not a big theater. So uh-huh. it sounded so yeah, loud. Yeah. So much louder than what it actually was. It, it was... That that line's really funny. That um, whole movie's funny. You see, like, it, baby it, Julianne Moore? I, I wonder how old she was inside. Well, she was in... Did, yeah, this Big Lebowski came out after Boogie Nights. Really? Yeah. Not that much at later, because I think it was like 97 when Boogie Nights came out. That's right. It's always later than I thought, like a few years later. For some yeah. reason, I always think Boogie Nights is like 94. No. Um, no. But, uh, yeah, and... Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges is great, but the, the part that makes... the There's a lot of parts that make me laugh, but... Uh, and he's like, it's like what Lennon said, man. And Donnie goes, I am the walrus. <laughs> no, this movie, this movie's great. It's, like, truly great. It's super funny. Um, I'm mad at the person behind me who sat behind me, and instead of getting up like a human being with two legs, he grabbed the back of my chair and shook it like I was a baby Jesus. as he was standing up. So, um, if you're out there, go fuck yourself. There were some drunk people in that movie theater, too. Yeah, I felt like the girls behind us were... They kept talking. Really trying to be cool. Yeah, they were. They thought they were too cool. Oh, my God. You noticed that, too? I was like... I, like, noticed that, and I'm like, I I feel like I'm being bitchy right now. No. I'm like, you can shut up. Like, it's fine. The other thing, I think it was before the movie started, you went to go get some snacks and some, uh, some drinks... I heard them talking, and I heard one of them say, like, something to the effect of, after I saw Hereditary, I was like, oh, it, like, people can still make good movies. Fuck her. And I'm like, Hereditary's That's... incredible. I love yeah. Hereditary. But, don't be one of those people. Don't be a dickhead. There's been so many good movies out there. This is like, I feel like this yeah. is like a, like a really good time for movies. Yeah, in general. And, and I mean, like... The we have movies... more access to movies than we ever had in, like, the history of movies because of streaming services. Yeah. You can see, like, foreign movies now really easily in a way that you couldn't before. She sucks. Well, people also romanticize the past. Yes. And, like, all that stuff. Because the only films that survive... Survived... Are the really good ones. The truly good There ones. were a lot of shitty movies made back then, too. Oh, yeah. It's just that nobody ever talks about them because they were shitty. Yeah. 
It's the same thing. It hasn't changed. Not to be like, I'm better than everyone, but like, (laughs) or both of us, I'm so happy that we're not like movie theater talkers or just like attention people. No. No. This is like the most attention seeking thing we probably do and no one pays (laughs) attention to this. Yeah, which is fine. Which is fine. Who cares? But like, yeah. In public. In public. I don't try to seek attention at all. No. Um, Even in private, I'm like, yikes. Yikes <laughs> yeah. on that. But yeah, like, I don't know. Like I said, the guy grabbed my chair and just, like, violently shook the chair getting up. Yeah. Like, he... Like, it was like Michael J. Fox had grabbed the back of my movie theater seat. <laughs> Jesus. It was fucking terrible. And yeah. he did it, like, he didn't say sorry. He didn't say excuse me. He just was like, ah. And then he got up to go get, like, 50 more glasses of wine. Yeah. But, yeah, fuck you. If Which you're I there. also thought that he was getting up to get things for them. For get those girls the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't. But then again, I, I saw him as he walked out. And I was like, this is a guy, this is a guy that hasn't fucked in a while. He's trying to. Godspeed. But sucking up isn't what's going to do it. Yeah, but stop shaking my fucking shit. But he, he, they seem younger than us. Really? Yeah. No excuse. I don't know. You learn. The shake in the back of the chair thing. No. That was but so annoying. I'm gonna. I'm be talking mad. about the. The. Not yeah. even that, but uh, the guy like, I'll go get it for you. <laughs> You'll learn. No one's worth it. Please fuck me. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> Um, um, I'm yeah. It's just another thing about like the queen. I really like going to the queen. I did think Daniel broke a chair yeah, during the movie I for did. like two seconds. He did not, but I looked at him and I was like, "Do we need to go?" I thought I thought I broke it too, but I think. Those but you're chairs just like, just weird. no, I'm just gonna sit in my broken ass chair. Yeah, um, but the thing with the queen is like, you here are the groups of people that go to the queen. Um, sixty year old white people. Mm-hmm. Who were once cool mm-hmm. and are now just six year old white people. But still kinda cool. But still kinda cool. Like we could kick it. Yeah. Um ironic nineteen year olds. Mm-hmm. Ironic nineteen year olds. And then like forty year old people who are like into like weird alternative goth culture and I'm like <laughs> they just scream like I'm not approachable. Yeah. And I'm I'm a little scared of them, but I think us. that's what they want me to be. So good on them. Yeah. Um, uh, the other thing about the Big Lebowski, um, I've seen that movie at least five times. Mm-hmm. I still don't really know what it's about. I don't think it has a meaning. I don't know if it does. Um, the only thing I could think of is like. It's like what he says at the end. He's like, oh, you know, man, ups and downs, strikes and gutters. Like, that's kind of the point. He's yeah. like, yeah, he went somewhere. Shit happens. So, uh, this movie also made me want to go bowling, like, so bad. Bowling rules. Bowling is sick. All my friends are like, bowling's weird. And I'm like, you don't, like, y'all don't understand. Bowling is fun. Yeah. It's competitive. The stakes are low. The yeah. shoe thing's gross, but it's fine. Like, <laughs> wear socks. Wear socks. Uh-huh. The concept of, like, owning your own bowling ball is fascinating to me. It's pretty rad. It's dope. Um, it's dope. 
It's like Smokey has mental problems besides pacifism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Walter's amazing. Walter's awesome. Yeah. I'm. How have you not been him for Halloween? I mentioned it to you years ago. You could have been the dude, and I would have been Walter. Maybe this year. But we always say we always threaten to dress up for Halloween, we never and then do Halloween anything comes, for Halloween. and we're just like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, we don't do shit. Yeah. Um. Uh, book smart. Book smart. We, we saw, saw book, book smart. smart. I've been thinking. We saw it early. We saw it. Listen. We are team morning movie. We saw it at nine thirty in the 9:30 morning. Nine thirty in the movie. I've been thinking maybe that wasn't the best time to see it, but I don't know if I would have liked it more. Mm. somewhere else i i think i think it's a better movie if you go into it not expecting it to be so funny i don't know if that sentence made any sense i think i think based on the promotion for it and what people have been saying in reviews they're like it's hilarious it's the next super bad like all this shit it's it's not that funny like it is yeah it's not that funny there's a lot more like there's 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 fu- like a lot of like niceties and like this i'm going to sound like a dick for a second but like to me teen comedies are funny because they're very mean spirited in a way uh, there's there's more like ball busting yeah and like this movie didn't really have a lot of that and also like i was expecting it to be like super super funny but it was definitely like more serious and also i think this bothered you too like their idea of like high school i know it's a movie but it's like ultra stylized (laughs) and like really weird not reflective of what high school is like now yeah at all yeah and like that really threw me off a lot the casting like yeah, maybe no one looks like a normal high school person. <laughs> Everyone's like way too hot, like way too hot. Um, yeah, maybe high school is just d- different now from when I was going, which was, you know, roughly nine, ten years ago. It it probably it's probably changed a lot in that in just ten years. What people um, look, they look like adults now. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like. The way that people treat each other and stuff like that. Um, the, but uh, I'll put it, I'll say, I know this movie is not made for me. Mm-hmm. It's probably made for, I don't really know. I feel like it definitely leans towards uh, women's sensibilities Absolutely, more. Absolutely, yeah. And it's, it's about... Uh, like young woman friendship. Yeah. Totally. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. The thing that I I understand it but it I don't it didn't make me laugh is like girls and friendships for the most part are really really nice to each other on a day to day and then like when you have a fight it, it blows up and you get and super so fucking mean. mean. See, my antidote Which now that now that I'm thinking about it more they did that really well. They did. Conveying that which again, like, I don't, I really don't think this is a bad movie. Just don't expect it to be that funny. Um, see, that's why you have to bust your friend's balls all the time. So when you do fight, 
it sounds the same, but you're just talking faster. And it's <laughs> it's impossible to... I don't like to do it, but it's really impossible to not compare this movie to Superbad. Yeah. The It's almost... It's a very similar premise. Jonah Hill's it's sister's... Too, in yeah, Beanie yeah. Feldstein is Jonah Hill's sister. Yeah. I think she's funny. I think she's funny, too. And there's, think... there's funny moments in the movie. The panda thing is pretty funny. That's funny. Uh, the the Uber ride. The parents thinking... Uh, the parents thinking that they're both gay together... And funny. laughing at the word words Korean face mask. I didn't, I didn't need to know the terms. Yeah, that that's in funny. the trailer. It's very funny. It's pretty funny. But I feel like the funniest parts of the movie kind of were in the trailer. Yeah. I will say, like, I think for Olivia Wilde's, like, first time out as a, like, film director, like, mm-hmm. this is her first movie because she's done music videos before. I think this is, like, good for mm-hmm. her. But, like, I just personally didn't really care for the movie that much. Yeah, um... The more I think about it, the more I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, like a movie like Superbad is much more relevant to me, and it makes a lot more sense, and it's way funnier um, because they're just ripping on each other for most of the movie. Yeah. And I find that hilarious. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Booksmart. Like, I, I wouldn't say don't go see it, but like, just know, that, just know that. Don't if you go into so if funny. you go into it not thinking it's gonna be funny, it's gonna be funnier than you expected. Yeah. But if you think it's gonna be really hysterical, like you'll super be disappointed. Bad, but if you think it's gonna be super so, bad, but for girls, you prepare to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not that, but it's impossible to not compare it because of the story. Um uh, so I think those are all the movies we watched. You wanna talk music? A lot of music came out over the A last A lot of music has week. come out. Um, what do you want to talk about first? Over the last couple months, um, or this month, uh, um, Vampire Weekend's new album. Father of the Bride. So, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I feel like this new Vampire Weekend sounds like if Paul Simon smoked granola. Yeah. But it's very thematically tight with the, like, Father of the Bride shit. Mm Mm-hmm. I fucking love it yeah it it's great yeah um i I haven't gone through it the whole way Uh, it's long it's a double album oh it's a double album yeah um it's it's not bad um some of it gets a little repetitive and gets into that like that it's a little corny that's fine i think but it's not bad. Um, it was strangely, like the more I listen to it, the less I like it, which is usually not the case. Uh, see, I really like it, um, but also I've been really into Vampire Weekend since I was like yeah in middle school, which there, is crazy. Like, like I was since I was like eleven or twelve, and I'm twenty four, mm-hmm. so like. I've always been really into Ezra Koenig's work. I think it's awesome that he had Daniel Heim come in, like Stephen Lacey, which we need to listen to the new Stephen Lacey. He's oh, the, yeah, you were telling yeah, me He's about. the guitarist from the internet. Yeah. Um, and, like, apparently he dropped a new record on Friday. It's supposed to be, like, amazing. I'll so we'll have to out. check that out. But Father of the Bride is awesome. 
Um, I can't remember the name of this record, and it's gonna really fucking bother me, but Toro y Moi came out with, like, the dance record I never knew I wanted. Yeah, I think so far that might be my favorite album of the year. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, or, like if you said that that's my favorite, I'd be like, yeah, I completely understand. That or uh, the new Tyler, the Creator album is really good, too. Yeah. Um yeah, he, he, the songs on there are, I didn't listen to, what was his last album called? Was it like? Tori Mullen? No, uh, Tyler. Flower Boy, which Flower, Flower Boy's Boy. awesome. I didn't listen to it. I really liked it. Yeah, so I, I don't know how to compare it to that, but it's not what I expected. Mm-hmm. And on first listen, I didn't really understand what it was. Mm-hmm. But as I listened to it a couple more times, I, I really dig it. Um. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's almost like more pop influenced. It feels like why do you keep messing with that? Just leave it alone. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, please don't stop recording. It's not gonna stop. Um no, I feel like he's pulling from like a lot of different genres and I know you had said this and I thought this was a great point, but it sounds like a little bit like Kanye's graduation era. Yeah. Uh in that in that realm of that time period of Kanye West. It has great hooks. Yeah. Great hooks. Yeah. Earthquake is an awesome song. Yeah, they're they're all pretty catchy. Um mm-hmm. like sing in the car. But not in a bad way. No. Um I dig it. Um speaking of catchy, uh so you told me the other day mm-hmm. <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen's new album is the highest user rated album on metacritic it is it has a 9.4 <laughs> which is above uh to, to pimp a butterfly yeah, yeah like all all the albums it's the highest rated it's the one. highest one and like i liked it but i'm going to say the first track off of the carly ray jepson album it's called julian yeah you can't it's like chips you can't just eat one you'll listen <laughs> to that song like 50 times the same day you hear it it's it's so catchy. It's I don't know what she did. And I know you said Jack Antonoff had produced this. Mm-hmm. Which, like, sometimes what he touches turns to complete shit. So, I was like, yikes. Yeah. But, like, overall, the album's pretty good. I think it dips off in quality the farther you get into it. Yeah. But the first few tracks are, like, bangers. Yeah. Like, true uh, bangers. Yeah, that song Julian really slaps. Um, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like you said... As you as you keep listening to it, the songs get more and more kind of generic yeah. and whack. Mm-hmm. Um, what else um, came out this year that I really else, liked? Um, Schoolboy Q came out. With I still haven't record. listened to that. You should. I, I, I want I'm to, into it. I just haven't. I think that the Tyler the Creator album is a better album if I'm t- if we're talking about hip hop artists. But mm-hmm. they're two very different animals, so it's kind of difficult to compare. But School Bank U is like the one rapper when he's like, I've killed people, I'm in a gang, and I've sold drugs. I'm like, don't doubt that at all. I'm very scared of you. Um, his, his music is great. Yeah. The uh, the other album that came out last week, uh, the new National album, which I know you're not a National fan. No, because, I'm a, because I'm a young white woman, and what hey. the National is to bearded white guys is what beach houses to young white women <laughs> yeah and i like beach house too um it's it's a national album 
Yeah, just, it's yeah. pretty generic. I listened to it because I was like, because I know you really like the National, and I like I like their last two albums a lot more mm-hmm. than this one. I've like listened to it. I've tried to give their music a shot because I'm like, oh, Daniel's into it or whatever. It doesn't speak to me. Mm-hmm. It does not speak to me. Um, I get it. Like if somebody. Here's the thing about the National is mm-hmm. if somebody told me like they think they're the worst band in the world, I'd be like, I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I totally get mm-hmm. it. Um, the uh, the and the last thing about music I, I wanted to bring up, uh, Coulter Wall. I've been Bro. obsessed with lately. Yeah. Right, just just go Google on YouTube it. and look up Coulter Wall. C O L T E R W A L. Um, he's a Canadian country singer, um, and he's 23 years old. Younger than us. And when you see him, I mean, he looks like he's 23. He has like... A little baby face. He has a mustache and everything, and kind of looks more country, but like, his voice is crazy. Yeah, his voice is insane. It sounds like he's been smack, like smoking a pack a day for 50 years. Yeah. Also, his music is like pretty sad. So I feel like he's like white. Like, not white. Morrissey's white. Um, he's like country <laughs> Morrissey. Real white. You know Morrissey? There's like the, I think it's like the oldest record shop in the UK burned all their Morrissey shit and banned his stuff from ever being sold in their shop because he does this thing I don't know if you've read it on like Pitchfork or whatever but he won't stop canceling fucking shows he'll he'll do whole tour dates or like whole tours and he just canceled it and it happens like twice a year and he's been doing this for like the past five or ten years hmm. and he's just like I'm gonna do it no 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 and then he's like doesn't. I'm not gonna do it yeah, like, how fucking annoying would you be if you're really into Morrissey and you keep trying to buy these tickets and he's just like, go fuck yourself. That is really weird. That's weird. Why would you do that? I don't know. Um, I can't name you one Morrissey song. I can't either. I feel I'm like... I'm sure I've heard one, but you have. I, I, I can't name you one. Morrissey... It's before my time. There was, there was a guy I dated a little bit before I dated you a thousand years ago. And he was really into Morrissey, and it was not. It was just a bad sign. Let's just every every woman under the age of thirty five has dated at least one guy that was really into Morrissey. I think that's a great point. That's probably a great point. Probably true. I feel Um, like the people sitting behind us at the Big Lebowski were probably like, "Morrissey's my shit." Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, um, but Culture Wall, like, it reminds me of uh, like old Johnny Cash and not like like I don't mean young Johnny Cash I mean like Johnny Cash when he was an old man Johnny Cash after June died yeah sad Johnny yeah which goes back to what I said last week of like I like movies about uh, I like bummer movies about old old men um but anyways where are you going I'm getting my birth control oh um Okay, do we want to pause this for a minute? That's cool. Um, so. Hold on, one more thing. Oops, sorry. Lots of noise. One more thing. Lots of noise. Music wise, I know you didn't love it, but the newest Solange album is awesome. I didn't dig it as much as uh, Seat at the Table. Seat at the Table, though, is like, if you want to have a good ass cry, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, I haven't listened to it like multiple times, but the once or twice, I, I think it's really good. Um, One more thing. All right. SZA. When's the album coming out, girl? Where's the album? Where it is. We were listening to that earlier today, like getting ready to leave the house. Mm-hmm. And we were like, she's so, the shit. So she's good. the shit. Amazing. And she's like, I think she's really young. Uh, She's older than me. Really? Yeah. I think she's like in her late 20s. She's a tiny person. She's only like 5'1 she... or 5'2. Yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, SZA, where's the album? I keep seeing videos of like clips of her new music being released on Reddit and I'm like I don't like when you tease me just give me the whole record please. Yeah. I'm sure it's coming. I know they're saying like there's new SZA coming out, there's new Frank Ocean coming out. Oh yeah. Like all kinds of stuff. Um I'm super fucking psyched for the new Sleater Kenny album that St. Vincent is producing. Yeah. Because that's going to be That'll be cool. Super weird and cool and great. So, yes. uh, Sleater Kenny rules. Sleater Kenny does rule. I would um, love to see them play. Um. Anyways, television. This weekend was the weekend of Phoebe Waller Bridges. Yes, P Dub B. P Dub B. The God. Yeah. She's um, the fucking shit, man. We uh, cranked out Fleabag. Both seasons. Which is not hard to do because no. it's six Short. 30 minute episodes. Yeah. Um, you can do it in a Sunday. Easily. Yeah. You're going to want to do it in a Sunday too because yeah. once you get started, you don't want to stop. Um, we watched more TV today than we did all of, uh, than all of Fleabag, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, it's, Fleabag is truly incredible. It's amazing. Um, if you've I, if you've I, not watched it, you truly should. I I haven't seen um like writing that good in a long time. No. Um just the dialogue and particularly season two. Um season one is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um and season two has it's obviously still pretty funny, but like season two is like fucking devastatingly sad i think it's her uh like growing up a lot more oh absolutely because she's a mess like she's a mess yeah but um i'm not afraid to admit this at the i don't want to spoil it because like please just watch fleabag it's so good it's on amazon prime i cried at the end of the second season is the series finale Mm of fleabag I've never cried so hard at the ending of a television show in my whole life. Yeah. Like, like sobbing. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to spoil it for anybody uh, because it is very new. Um, It will break your fucking heart, dude. Yeah, it's the the guy who's in it. uh, He played uh, Moriarty in Mm -hmm. Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Which Sherlock's real fucking good, mm-hmm. um, and he's really good in it. Um, he does a great job in this too. Yeah, he's like the most likable person. It, it like, like me... I, like I fell in love with him. 
Oh, yeah. Like, he's very, he's cute and everything, but he's so charming in the fucking show. Yeah. I was just like, run away with him. And that's what makes the ending, again, not to spoil, that's what makes it hurt even more, is you, like, can't hate him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, uh. Please watch it. Probably leave it there, but. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very funny. Um, uh, shout out to Olivia Coleman. For making me fucking hate her. Yeah. After seeing her in The Favorite. Especially when she seems, with her. she seems like such a nice, cool likable person. Good ass hang. Yeah. Olivia Coleman, if I was going to like hang out with any British person right now, <laughs> besides Phoebe Waller Bridges, yeah. it would absolutely be Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Her her Oscar acceptance speech is like one of my favorite things I've seen this year. Yeah. That was pretty it was pretty great. Yeah. Um also uh shout out to Brett Gelman, who it plays um the brother in law. What a fucking asshole. He's so show. good at playing Dicks. A piece of shit. Oh yeah, he's great. He's really good at it. Um mm-hmm. he's he's good in the show. Uh, you really fucking hate that guy. So much. He sucks. So much. Um, and he, he sucks, like, from the beginning. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah. He's terrible. Uh, what I like about this show, too, is, like, no one in the show is, like, truly likable. Everyone is very flawed. Except for People are likable, but they're flawed. Yeah. It's just, it's amazing. It's, like, one of the, in terms of, like, shows that made me feel things... I think it's my favorite show this year. A yeah. feeling thing show. <laughs> to segue into uh, another show. We finally uh, attacked um, Killing Eve. Finally. I don't know why we've been sleeping We're on it so for so We're so fucking long. stupid for that. We watched one episode last night. Mm-hmm. I kept falling asleep. The first episode. Yeah. You fell asleep during the second episode, which is, is a... Uh, a backwards situation it's for the two Daniel of us. It's usually asleep. me falling asleep. Yep. And we watched seven episodes in a row today. We, in like, by in a row, like, we didn't really Literally leave the couch. Literally in a row. And after we're done recording this, we bought it. We bought the second season on the Amazon Probably Prime. Gonna we're going to start season two. Um, again, not going to spoil anything. Um, what I am fascinated by is the the Sandra O's character mm-hmm. is really interesting uh because she like I said she's a nerd mm-hmm. and a dork and mm-hmm. when you get these detective shows it's always like you have, like they're so cool no she's a fucking dweeb yeah, she's a total nerd and is just really good at her job and um, is trying to find this person. She's relentless. Um, she's really good in it. The The person, young woman... Jodie Comer, I think, is her name. J- her, who plays Villanelle. Holy is fuck. amazing. I've never seen someone play an insane person... The way she plays an insane person, guys. It's it's next level shit. There, uh, the way that she she almost seems like a child. 
at certain points. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, maybe it's her eyes. She has a very, like, innocent-looking face. Maybe that's it. Um, she, like, almost plays it. I don't know if innocent is the right word, but, like, aloof. Naive. Naive. And this the show is weird, too. Like... The, there's, like, uh, really funny bits, but then there's other stuff where you're like, oh, fuck. There's, like, there's a scene where she's being, like, psychologically evaluated. And she's wearing, like, the strangest pink... Like, it's not a gown, and it's not a nightgown either. Mm-hmm. It's like a see-through dress, but it's also, like, you can't, like, you can't wear that mm-hmm. in public. You look crazy. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing it for no reason. Like, yeah, it's just she's... real bizarre. Yeah. Um, um, I made this point, and Daniel was like, that's crazy you brought this up. This woman, if there's ever a female Joker... She'd be good. She, It would be her for me. She's amazing. There... I laugh cause you, that you brought that up because... Their relationship between, um, oh god, what's her name? Uh, Sandra O. Oh. Eve. Eve, obviously. Yeah, it's called Killing Eve. It's in the fucking title. Um, Eve and Villanelle is very like Batman and Joker to me. Oh yeah. I get that vibe from it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess like. Especially towards the end, which, yeah, I won't spoil anything, but it gets more so towards the end of the first season. Yes. Um, It's, again, it's really weird, but I I, I like how weird it is. I like that it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like another cop show. Not at all. Or a, or a mystery. It's. It's yeah. the best cat and mouse show on TV. Uh, yeah. I and mean, I can't also, think of... I can't even think of another one. Also, like, if Fleabag is the best show that made me really feel things that I've seen this year so far, Killing Eve is the most entertaining show I've seen. Yeah. Um, the only The only other show, like hour-long show Mm -hmm. that I find that just purely entertaining is maybe Peaky Blinders. Mm -hmm. I love Peaky Blinders. I need to see that. It's, again, it's just really entertaining. and Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, you're just captivated the whole time. But I haven't binge-watched a show like this since probably the last season of Stranger Things. Oh, no. Where I just, like, burn through all of it yeah. in a couple of days. Yeah. Um, which I won't watch any of this without you. Um, I'll be so mad at you. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, if, you, if I did that to you, you'd be mad at me. This is also a show that's fun to watch with somebody because there's a lot of, like, oh, shit. Tons moments. of oh, shit. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's really well written. Phoebe Waller-Bridges is the executive producer. Yeah. She wrote four episodes yeah. of it. I hope she writes more in the second season. Cause she's a badass bitch. 
she's awesome. Yeah. Then I know you told me that she's punching up the James Bond script. Yeah, apparently Daniel Craig, like, requested or, like, called her and asked her to, like, take a look at the script for the new Bond. So now I'm super curious. Imagine, like, like, imagine getting that call. Yeah. To be like, James Bond wants and, you to work on the script for James Bond. And we watched, we watched Fleabag first, and knowing that information, I was like, this is weird. Like, that, this is, how is this going to translate? But then you watch Killing Eve, and you're like, oh, oh shit. she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, like, she's, she's just a fucking genius. She's just a really good writer. Yeah. Um, yeah, really into Amazing. Killing Eve. We'll... We will definitely have finished season two by next week. If not by like Wednesday. Wednesday. Tuesday. Um yeah. This is like so Daniel like doesn't stay up and I don't really stay up. Like, we're staying up tonight. I stayed up later than you did last night. I don't know. We just hit I barely me. even slept. Cause, well also, you wanna know why I fell asleep last night? Because the ending of the second season of Fleabag made me cry so much it made me tired. <laughs> it's like when children take naps after they've had a tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's yeah. It it's... was an it was an ugly cry too, guys. I'm not afraid to admit that. Oh uh, yeah. It was it's okay. it was heinous. It was heinous. Yeah. It got me, but I didn't I didn't cry that hard. Um I cried that hard at maybe Avengers. Um Yeah. But, Makes sense. Yeah. But I yeah, anything Phoebe Waller-Bridges does now, I'm on board. Yeah. She's good, man. Um, she's a good actress, too. Like, she stars in Fleabag as well. Because she had originally written Fleabag to be, a, a like, a play. And then they adapted it into the show. And she's a good actress. Yeah. the Also, her, uh, like, breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. in Fleabag... Like really adds, it adds to the show for a sure. A lot. Uh, it's a, it's a good way to get jokes in, and it doesn't. They do it in a way where it like, it doesn't slow things down. Not at all. It doesn't slow down it's, the scene. It like keeps. It's really fast paced. It's rhythmic almost. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like uh, the pe- the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, where the di- yeah. all the dialogue in that show has a rhythm. It's like a song. It's yeah. There's beats there's, to it. Yeah. Um, what? Anyways, what other news? Um, things things of note. So there are a lot of movies coming out this year that I'm like really excited for. I know, but we talk about that all the time. I know, but we haven't talked about the lighthouse. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not. I don't know much about it other than like. It's in black and white, and it has Robert Pattinson and uh, Willem Dafoe. And that's it? It's just the two of them? And they're in a lighthouse, I guess? Yeah, lighthouse keepers in like the early 20th century. Yeah. And the guy who directed really it directed The Witch, which I'm still too much of a baby to see that one. Yeah, I haven't seen The Looks Witch. Looks scary. Um, um, is, it supposed to be a, is this supposed to be like a horror movie? I think so, dude. Huh. It's winning a bunch of awards and like people are saying it's People are saying it's so. awesome. I think it was really interesting. I was reading up on it and apparently Willem Dafoe was like saying Robert Pattinson hates rehearsal because he like doesn't like to access the emotions he uses acting more than like one time. Which is like kind of gangster 
Yeah. But, like, I could see where that would be very frustrating to work with as well. Yeah. If you're like, I don't want to rehearse with you. I just want to do it. Yeah. But he's Ooh. blowing up. He's going to be he's gonna be Batman. Yeah. We still haven't seen High Life. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. He's. I heard High Life is, like, really unsettling. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He's going to be, you know, the book I was reading today, he's going to be in the movie adaptation of that. Oh, man. Him, the cast is really good. It's him, Tom Holland, uh, Bill Skarsgård. Oh, wow. Who I think he's really under, or really the only thing I've seen him in is uh, uh, It. Mm-hmm. But he's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. And who else is in it? Uh, Sebastian Stan mm-hmm. plays the Winter Soldier. Riley Keough's in it. She's in a lot cast. of shit now. Yeah, The Lodge looks Crazy. I still need to watch the trailer. We should watch it in a second. Or actually, nope, too late at night. Maybe I'll be scared. It looks pretty creepy. Um, Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies comes back. I finally said the title right. (laughs) For like two weeks, I argued with Daniel that it was Little Big Lies. Yeah. And you guys, I could have Googled this at any time to fact check myself, but I like refused. Yeah, let's... I just um... did not. I'm ready to see Meryl. Yeah, I I don't know. I think that comes back in a couple weeks. Oh, you know what we totally forgot about? What? The season finale of Barry. We finally finished the season of Barry. We did finish Barry. Fuck you, Fuchs. That's all I have to say. <laughs> um, Worst. Yeah, Barry is another... It's. I mean, we were talking about it like... It's just as good... As Fleabag. It's just as good as anything else. Just It's a little different. Um, every, everything they do is just... Hilarious. Really, it's it's funny. You're the king of suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, yeah, it's, it's funny and it's intense and stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of sucks you in. And like... Truly. The character of Barry is so interesting to me. Yes. That, and I think there's, obviously not to that extent, but there's a lot of men out there that have that, uh, that rage cycle. Cycle, I don't know if that's the right word, but like, where you can just kind of fly, or you want to just fly off the handle. It's also a combat veteran. Yeah. Yeah, but Which, by the way, U.S. Army, eat a dick. Eat eat a dick with that tweet. I don't know if y'all saw <sighs> that. Saw that thing where they were like, "How did serving affect you?" And let's just say that thread went very badly for them. <laughs> yeah. It was not good. Not great, Bob. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't see that, but you told me about it earlier today. Um, yeah. So, do you have a good weekend off? I did. I didn't yeah. do shit. Oh, I did shit, but like not didn't do shit. I was about to say we've done some adult things. We bought a mattress. Bought a mattress today. Look at us. Yeah. That um, and I was like a little negotiator. Yeah, you got us twenty percent off on a mattress, which is real rad. My white woman voice on the phone is apparently like what did you say? Uh I don't remember. It's very white. But you're friendly. Me. You're very friendly. It's very... I feel like it's, like, efficiency. And I wouldn't like, even say you were, like, 
firm. It's just like direct. Yeah, it's nice. Um, Go me. Yeah, you did good a good job. Thank you. Um, I got bamboozled and spent almost three hundred dollars on my hair, and it doesn't really look that different. So I'm a little hurt about that. Um, but did you not say something when they were like, "Hey, it's three hundred dollars"? Were you like, "Uh, you told me one fifty on the phone? I was like, "Oh, why?" And they're like, "Cause we're doing this because it'll keep your hair healthier." And I'm a fucking sap, so I was like, "Okay." Yeah, no, there's I'm a stupid. There's a lot of that stuff that, I mean, we can all get talked into things when we don't know what no. we're doing. And I'm stupid when it comes to hair stuff. And me too. I'm st- stupid when it comes to a lot of things. Um, and they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna want to go ahead and do this and this." I'm like, "I guess I'm too scared to say no." Yeah, me too. And then it turns out they were right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I look like almost exactly the same, so I feel like Boo Boo the Fool right now. Boo Boo the Fool? Yeah, Boo Boo the Fool. What is that? It's Boo Boo the Fool. (laughs) Yeah, let's not ever say that again. No. (laughs) Um. (laughs) No, I do feel fucking stupid, though. (laughs) Just saying. It's alright. I don't know, we all have to take an L every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably was due for one. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Well, I feel like we're going to watch the second season of Killing Eve, and we're going to be like, we we have to record, so we might be back here in like a couple of days. The, I don't think I can hold that shit inside until next Sunday. You know what else? Um, this The show like really, really revolves almost entirely around women. Yeah, it's awesome. Um... And it doesn't feel, it doesn't even feel like, uh, like forced. Mm-mm. Like, we're women and we're doing stuff. Like, they don't do that kind like, of stuff. It's not like trying just, to do like woke stuff. It feels supernatural mm-hmm. and like, yeah, this is exactly how this would go. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a particular scene that. There's a lot in this show that, um, where was I going? I I won't spoil it because it's a fucking hell of a scene. Kind of in the middle of the season. I think you know which one I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about about, and it, it's one of the best scenes on a show I've ever seen. It's really gripping. You're just like, oh my uh, god. Yeah. Um. But at the, uh, like, towards the end of it, the the women in the scene have to act like everything's fine. And I feel like that's, uh, sort, I mean, maybe I'm looking too much into this, but it feels like kind of, uh, it reminds me a lot of the, uh, that, that monologue the woman in season two of Fleabag gives. About how women are in pain all the time and men have to create their own. Yeah. Which. That's a that's a really good. When she said that about like men are always like looking for their pain. And I was like oh fuck she's really right. Dude that, that scene made me cry. Yeah. It made me cry. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Tattoo it on my body. <laughs> that it was amazing. That was a really good scene. Phoebe um, Waller-Bridge is forever. She's fucking good man. 
She's, she's undeniably really Isn't really she good. also like young? I don't know how old she is. I don't know. She's young, I think. She's in her thirties. Yeah. But still like mid to early thirties. Just dropping hammers. Yeah. Yeah. Um anyways, you wanna wrap this up? We can go. We watch. need to get back to season two of Killing Us. So get started. anyways, um time is it? It's about ten forty five. Man, we're up late. 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 Um, yeah, but we'll be back probably here in a few days with hot non-spoiler takes <laughs> from season two. Yeah, because it did... The season finale of season two was tonight. Yeah. But we're a whole season behind, but we will be caught up very shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we bought it on Amazon because we couldn't find it anywhere else. And yeah. I was like, Daniel, how much would you pay for the second season of Killing Eve right now? At first you're like thirty bucks, and then you're like, maybe more. I would pay more. Yeah, uh, it's it's because I'm incredible. like I need it now. I need it injected now. into my veins. Essentially, yeah. but so. anyways, we'll catch y'all later. All right. Over and out. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was weird. I've never seen. Okay, we got no more podcasts. Right. This is our last episode. Bye. <laughs>